ਤੁਹੀਂ ਦਸਤ ਕੀ ਰਸਤ ਧਰਮਾਤ ਕਾ ਤੁਹੀਂ ਦਸਤ ਕੀ ਰਸਤ ਧਰਮਾਤ ਕਾ ਤੁਈ ਸਾਰ ਕਾਜਸਤ ਬੇਚਾਰਗਾ ਸ਼ਹਿਨਸ਼ਾਹ ਬਖਸ਼ਿੰਦਾ ਬੇਨਿਆਜ਼ ਜ਼ਮੀਨੋ ਜ਼ਮਾਰਾ ਤੁਈ ਕਾਰ ਸਾਜ ਹਕਾਇਤ ਸੁਨੀ ਦਮ ਸਾਹੇ ਕੁਲੰਜਰ ਕੁਨਾਨੀ ਦੀ ਅਕਦਰ ਚੋ ਅਜ ਕੋਹ ਮੰਜਰ ਨਾ ਸਾਜੋ ਨਾ ਬਾਜੋ ਨਾ ਫੋਜੋ ਨਾ ਫਰਸ਼ ਖੁਦਾਵੰਦ ਬਖਸ਼ਿੰਦ ਏ ਐਸ਼ ਅਰਸ਼ ਚੂੰ ਕਾਰ ਅਜ ਹਮਾ ਹੀਲ ਤੇ ਦਰਗੁਜਸਤ ਹਲਾਲ ਅਸਤ ਬਰਦਨ ਬਸ਼ਮਸ਼ੀਰ ਦਸਤ ਚੂੰ ਕਾਰ ਅਜ ਹਮਾ ਹੀਲ ਤੇ ਦਰਗੁਜਸਤ ਹਲਾਲ ਅਸਤ ਬਰਦਨ ਬਸ਼ਮਸ਼ੀਰ ਦਸਤ ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕਾ ਖਾਲਸਾ ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕੀ ਫਤਿਹ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਗੁਰਗੰਧ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਕਿਰਪਾ ਕਰੋ ਭਲਾ ਕਰੋ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਆਪ ਜੀ ਦੇ ਸ਼ਹੀਦਾਂ ਦੀ ਗੱਲ ਕਰਨ ਲੱਗੇ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਕਿਰਪਾ ਕਰੋ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਸਾਤ ਸੰਗਤ ਜੀ ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕਾ ਖਾਲਸਾ ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕੀ ਫਤਿਹ ਯੈਸਟਰਡੇ ਮਾਈ ਓਲਡਰ ਬ੍ਰਦਰ ਹੀ ਟੋਲਡ ਯੂ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਦਾ ਸਟਾਰਟ ਆਫ ਦਾ ਸ਼ਹੀਦੀ ਸਾਕਾ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਦਾ ਜੀਵਨ ਉਸ ਸਮਾਵਾ ਗ੍ਰੇਟ ਸ਼ਹੀਦਸ ਪਾਈ ਬਚਿੱਤਰ ਸਿੰਘ ਪਾਈ ਜੀਵਨ ਸਿੰਘ ਐਂਡ ਟੁਡੇ ਵੀ ਗੋਨ ਗੋ ਆਨ ਐਂਡ ਕੰਟੀਨਿਊ ਐਂਡ ਵੀ ਗੋਨ ਲੁੱਕ ਐਟ ਵਾਟ ਹੈਪਨ 319 ਇਅਰਸ ਅਗੋ ਐਟ ਥਿਸ ਟਾਈਮ 319 ਇਅਰਸ ਅਗੋ ਐਟ ਥਿਸ ਟਾਈਮ ਅ ਬੈਟਲ ਟੁਕ ਪਲੇਸ ਐਂਡ ਇਟ ਵਾਸ ਦਾ ਗ੍ਰੇਟੈਸਟ ਬੈਟਲ ਟੂ ਐਵਰ ਟੇਕ ਪਲੇਸ ਇਟ ਵਾਸ ਅ ਬੈਟਲ ਆਫ ਪਿਆਰ ਐਂਡ ਯੂ نو ਵਾਟ it wasn't a battle it wasn't just about it was a love story the truth is it was a love story because sometimes we get caught up and we think love stories are all about emotion and emotion it was heart though and then we all get caught up in emotion sometimes and in the heat of the moment in emotion we say things and do things but there's things that are deeper than emotion stronger than emotion and what's stronger than emotion is action And when you're fully in love with Maharaj, we listen to Maharaj. Maharaj tells us wake up early in the morning and jab Waheguru, say Waheguru repeats God's name. Maharaj tells us wake up. Emotions not going to help you wake up. Emotion does nothing at that time. What does it matter if you're happy, sad, excited? None of that matters. What did emotion matter to the things that were in Jamkor side that were now we're going to fight and sacrifice with the guru? Emotion meant nothing. action and everything and sikhi's based on that action it's what you do not what you get caught up and think about doing or say you can do it's what you actually do and 319 years ago guru sahib listened to the khalsa and they left anandpur sahib they left anandpur sahib they crossed sarsar river and in sarsar river we lost a lot of our family some of our children some of our mothers some of our sisters some of our bibya the gurus parvar was split up at this time never ever to meet again on this earth the guru's family was split guru was left with a band of 40 sings roughly the shorter sabs are the were left with mataji and in this way the guru's family was split and guru and the khalsa traveled on and after the shahid the apai bachitar singh which you may have heard yesterday at Kotlane Hang Khan Guru Sahib and the Khalsa traveled on and they traveled to Pool Madra Pend and at this pend Maharaj stopped and the whole Khalsa stopped and they had a pause and there's a Godwara Dam Dam Sahib and another Dam Dam Sahib that exists today there's many Dam Dam Sahibs 
Wherever Maharaj stopped and had a dam and had a rest of Udvara is there in, their, in that memory. And Guru, Guru Sahib stopped here and had some water to drink and the Singhs had a bit of chance to rest. Still freezing, still sh shivering, clothes dripping wet from coming out of that river in that cold. And as the Singhs are there, as Guru Sahib's there, they see someone travelling in the distance and Singhs being Singhs, go farlo Grabbing who's that guy? Because this is the time when pata pata singanga veri pata pata sikhana. Every single moving thing is an enemy of the Khalsa at the moment. Everyone wants to hunt down the Khalsa. Everyone wants to find the Sikhs and kill them. Before killing a Sikh at this time, capturing the Guru would have meant, you know what? Your families would never have to worry again because you'd be made. The richest kingdom at this time was the Mughal kingdom. The sixth Mughal Bajshah sat on the Raj of the Mughal kingdom at this time, Aurangzeb. And he was a wicked individual. To sit on his kingdom, he had his father imprisoned and killed. He killed his own father. His own brother, Dara Sako, he killed, had his brother decapitated and the head sent to his father. That's how wicked he was. He exiled his children from the kingdom. He killed his nephews. That made no one come close to him. This is how vile he was. And he was on a vendetta to destroy the rebellion, to destroy this Guru who stands up against us at every corner, everything we do, he stands up. His father stopped us conquering the whole dunya. For if Aurangzeb converted the whole of Hindustan, the whole of India into Islam, he would have went down into China, Mongolia, every other desh would have fell. His Raj was the biggest at the time, spread over 3.2 million kilometers. It was the people in this Raj were bigger than Europe and North America at the time. And this guy has hell-bent on destroying the Khalsa. And the Singh sees someone in the distance. And this is war-torn. This is war. Our families have already been killed. Our families have been killed. Our children have been killed at this time. We've been washed away in rivers. We've been starved inside of forts. We've been attacked at every single point. Even when they said to us, they said, Vajir Khan said, the Pahari Raja said, we're not going to attack you. We've got no issue with you. Leave the fort. When Guru Sahib said to the carts, they test it. And they sent carts out filled with rubbish. They attacked the carts. Guru Sahib said, don't trust these people. They sworn oaths on the Quran. They sworn oaths on the Gao, on the, cow, on the, the Hindus. They swore oath on the cow that we will not harm you. The Muslims swore oath on the Quran. They said we will not harm you. They still broke those oaths and came. This was an army of oath breakers. And in Zafarnama, Guru Gobind Singh says, this is an army of oath breakers. Imagine us swearing an oath to Guru Granth Sahib, you know Maharaj, I'm going to do this and not doing it. Imagine that. Guru Gobind Singh in Zafarnama said, and he writes a Zafarnama. Zafarnama is a, a letter that's written after this battle. It's written after this whole episode. And Maharaj says, it's a letter to Aurangzeb. And after reading this letter, Zafarnama translates episode of victory. After reading this letter, Aurangzeb dies. It's the cause of his death. And it's the worst death you can imagine. There's one thing getting shot, getting killed. But one when your spirit breaks. When your soul breaks, and Guru Sahib broke his soul with this letter. And in this letter, he talks about their oaths. 
And he says to him, you swore, not one of, you guys swore many oaths on your holy Quran. In front of everyone you swore an oath. In front of the whole world you swore an oath and you broke it. What kind of people are you? And Guru Sahib says, if I was to swear an oath, even in private, when there's nobody around, not even a single being to hear that oath or know that oath even existed, if I made a promise to God, I would never break that. I would die before I broke that promise. This is the difference between our Guru and their Raji. And they grab this guy. And there's Uriyad, the things grab him. They're where you're going, what you're doing. And he tells them, I work for the Mughals. I am traveling to Anandpur to inform them an army of Daslak is on the way. So they can make provisions, they can get their food ready, they can get their land ready, they can get their patte ready for the horses to receive them, for the elephants, they can have water, all these things ready to receive. Daslak is one million. And he says, Khwaja Mardud is coming, the infamous, the bad man. Khwaja Mardud is coming to bring death and destruction. And he knows these are the Sikh, and he says to the Sikh at this time, he says to the Charlie Singhs, and Maharaj is sitting back watching, he goes, this army, you can't see the end of it, it's like a tsunami wave. It engulfs the whole land as it travels, the Tarti shakes, birds, deers, everything run out the way. They know that this is the army of death. And as they're traveling, as they're chanting, as they're traveling with each chant, they mar, 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 mar. Imagine a thousand, five thousand, ten, one million people traveling, and with every every step, they're like mar, 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 kill, kill, kill. They don't. They're not here to talk. They're not here to say to us, you know what, guys, we've got. To do, uh, let's sit down and do something. They're not. They're here to kill us. And they were victorious, none of us would be here today. There would be no Khalsa Panth. There would be no Darbar Sahib. There'd be no Hajur Sahib. There'd be nothing if the Khalsa never took a stand. And when Guru Gobind Singh hears that, he's saying, This great army is coming, gathered from far and wide. Thousands of people. They've taken over a year. They've taken seven, eight months to gather this army together. Forces from the Khyber Pass region, from Afghanistan, from, uh, it's even stated, from North Africa people have come. From the whole of Hindustan, from Mongolia, from North China region, from the whole world, basically from Safra, people have come into this army to earn their name. You fight well in this one battle, you can chill, you'll be famous. Your names will go down in history. The greatest warriors, and these warriors, they were the greatest warriors. They were born and bred to fight. All they knew was war. They didn't know anything else. All they knew was death and destruction. We can't imagine people on that. People who brought up from day dot to kill, to fight, to slaughter. That's all they taught. They're bred for this. They're told, you're going to grow up and you're our soldier and you're just going to kill, you're going to destroy, you're going to expand our Raj and our kingdom. They have no other ichaba to fight. And they're coming to fight the Guru. 
and they're traveling all together to that beat of Mar Mar to destroy Guru Gobind Singh, to try and face the Charlie Singh, to destroy the Khalsa. That's their single bam. That's all that's all in their mind. Nothing else is in their mind. They're not even dreaming of going home. They just want to fight in this war. This is all they dream of. And when Guru Gobind Singh here hears there's this great army coming. Guru Gobind Singh and his 40 sings. Maharaj smiles and laughs. Guru Sadhus never backed down, not one inch. Never from their vichar, never from battle, never from any anything. Guru Sahib goes, they've come for a fight. We don't want to disappoint him. We'll give him a fight. And Sikhi is not about violence. Sikhi is about Bihar. Sikhi is about love. Like here we've come, we want to, ultimately we want to sit and just say, Vaheguru, Vaheguru, and just enjoy the Shabbat. That's, our, that's, that's, that's everything. Just say Vaheguru, that's Vaheguru. That's everything for us. But if an army came to destroy us from doing this, we would have to stand up. And we would have to defend our way of life. And if they came to destroy another Tharam, we would again have to do something like Guru Tegh Bahadur Sahib did. Guru Gobind Singh says to his four Jan, you know what, they want to fight. We can't disappoint them. If we leave now and we travel on, they're always going to speak of the day they came to fight the Guru and the Guru wasn't there, the Guru avoided them, the Guru retreated. And Guru tells the Khalsa, look at our record, that's never come in our record. And Guru tells the Khalsa, we will fight like we always have in the past. Khalsa, you've always fought in the past. You've never backed down. You've never showed any cowardice. Death is manjured. Cowardice is not. To become sick, we give our head to the Guru. What's everything else after that's gone? Our head's already been given. Everything else is gone. And so Maharaj says, let's go to war. And then the Khalsa, and look at the tactics, the mind of the Guru. Wherever Guru Sahib went, bam, bam, bam. They knew everything, new layout, new terrain, new warfare. And Guru Sahib at this point goes, well, we'll, we'll travel to Chamkor. In Chamkor, there's a house like Gila. We'll take that Gila. We'll fight from there. And the things were like, how do you know, Maharaj? Maharaj says, this many years ago, we passed through this area. We saw the Alakka. Because a tactician, a, a warrior, a warrior's warrior, a general of general, remembers everything. And Guru Sahib plays a game as well. Guru Sahib plays a game. In this dunya, Guru Sahib tends to be normal. There was one battle of Guru Hargobind Sahib where they asked one of their generals, we, come and tell us some tell us how to do these tactics, tell us all this. And that guy, he goes home and he tells his wife. You know, some people have an adat of telling their wives everything, so he goes home and he tells his wife, well, Guru Sahib said to ask me today. He asked me about the tacticians and all the tactics. And I said, and he starts talking, and his wife goes, Baskar, you think the Guru's just a normal person? You think he needs your advice? The moon shines 
the sun sets and rises, the stars shine, the wind blows because Guru Sahib allows it. You think he needs a house, Guru Sahib is just pretending to be normal. Guru Sahib is playing a game, with the click of their fingers Guru Sahib could do anything. And it's true today, that jyot of Guru Sahib is with us today. And the thing is, the, the gummies in us, we fail to realise sometimes who our Guru is and how our Guru speaks to us. Anything you ask from our Guru, any way you see the Guru, you, you, you will receive that from the Guru. If you come to the Guru's house as a lover, you will receive more love than you even know what to do with. If you come as a musician and a poet, you will be drowned in the magic of Kirtan, drowned in Raag, drowned in the poetry of Gurbani. So much so they even forget that what's going on. If you come as military, you will see Guru as your general. And when you come in the Darbar, you'll be strict to attention. You'll come with your uniform, you'll come with a kazata, everything on point. If you come as a child, then Guru Sahib will be your father. Guru Sahib will give us everything. We need discipline, Guru Sahib will give us that discipline. Through Gurbani, they will shake us and tell us, wake up. They'll tell us, why are you playing these games? Why are you being a fake? Get real. Guru Sahib will give us that. And at the same time, Guru Sahib will hug us close. And say, you know what, everything else doesn't matter. Just come, I've got you back. Guru Sahib, Harek Kala is Guru Sahib has. Guru Sahib says, yo, let's go, let's take the fort. I'm going to go through the Qatha very quickly, because time wise. And they go to the south side of Jamkor village, and as they get into the south side of Jamkor, for the first time, the set get a time now for their horses to feed and some nice wet, lush grass. And Guru Sahib sits as well. Guru Sahib sits on a rock. And Kavi Santok Singh, who writes this, explains how amazing Guru Sahib looks. He goes, Our Maharaj is dole, our Maharaj is ripped up, muscular arms. He's got jewels tied around with all ornaments of gold. Maharaj has a pearl necklace around their neck. Under the mala, they have a kalgi covered in jewels and encrusted. They have multiple chakar, karad. They have a menacing looking bow in their hand. It's nasty to look at. And in their hands, they're twiddling two sharp deed. And at this point, Sengs come and they do namaskar. They bow down to Guru Sahib and they say, Maharaj, maaf karna. We maaf karna, we in Anand Prasad, we didn't listen to you. In Anand Prasad, we thought we knew best, but Guru Sahib, you always know best. Maharaj, forgive us, and they bow down. And Maharaj is Charan Loka, beautiful. And Maharaj, to those sick, he goes, don't worry, get ready now. But let this be a lesson, listen to the Guru. We might think sometimes that we know best, our mark is best, but Guru Sahib always knows best. That's why they're the Guru, that's why we're sick and they're the Guru. We've got to listen to them. And with our mark, sometimes people think, oh, I don't understand this or I don't understand. We're not supposed to understand everything. We're just mere mortals. We're not going to understand anything in this dunya. And it's not about understanding, it's about love. And truthfully, you know, when you're deep in love, there's no understanding. Understanding goes out the window. When you say to someone, I love you, I got you, 
all understanding of what you do or what that's gone and this is a story of love and they follow Guru Sahib to this fort they take the fort over there's a family in the fort they're not giving up the fort two brothers on the fort one brother's kicked the other out and as Guru Sahib travels towards the fort there's one brother with them and Maharaj pays them he gives them money for the fort and he goes we're taking it they bust into the fort they kick the family out and they explain to him Piyarnal you don't understand we have to stand now and fight We've got nothing against you and your family, but we must fight from here. If we do not take this place and fight, then nothing is left. The Khalsa take the fort. Roughly 40 Singhs, starving, hungry. Whatever rations that are found in their house, they create, they make a little meal. And whoever sings that time, they'll quickly grab it and have a prasad. The rest of fortifying the fort, they're getting ready for battle. And they can hear it. They can hear the Nagare. Hundreds of Nagare are beating. Just like Maharaj says, Lak Nagare There's thousands of Nagare beating. And they're beating all our feet and it's drowning out every other sound. All you can hear like thunder. The day, it's daytime, it started to turn to night. Because the thur, the dust, the sand from the horses galloping that started to rise up from the elephants, from the war dogs, from the camels, from the soldiers marching. That dust is rising and days turning to night. Visibility is going down. That many people are coming to this battle. And it said the farmers around those villages have said, and they say to Nahar Khan during the battle, that you know what, what's the point? This ain't even a battle. You have that many people here today that if each and every one of you grab a handful of retta and throw it towards the fort, you will bury the fort with the Guru and the Khalsa inside. There's that many of you. This is crazy. That's like a tiny boat. The fort of Chagod is a tiny boat and you guys are giant tsunami waves. And those tsunami waves, the aim of those tsunami waves is to drown the boat. But the captain of the boat is Guru Gobind Singh. And who can drown Guru Gobind Singh? Nobody. No one can drown Guru Gobind Singh. And when the two younger sons of Guru Gobind Singh are split and they end up in Sirhand, in the court of Bajir Khan, in the court of Sher Muhammad Khan, in the court of Suchanand, there those two children asked something and it links to this. Those children, Baba Zorawar Singh and Baba Fateh Singh, the Mughal Satrum, in that court, in it, they say, you're alone, it's just you two and your Bibi. We've killed your father in Chamkor. We've killed your Saibs out there, your big brothers in Chamkor. We've killed the whole Khalsa. No one's left, you're alone. Little youngsters, little children, they say to him, you're alone. There's no one's going to come and save you now. And what does Baba Zorawar Singh say? Baba Zorawar Singh gives a jawab. And he says to Sucha Chuthanand. His name is Suchanand, but the Khalsa call him Chuthanand because he's full of lies. And the Baba Zorawar Singh says to him, have you ever seen anybody with their hand get hold of their son? No. In the same way, no one can get hold of Guru Gobind Singh. You can fire all your arrows into the sky, throw your bombs into the sky, swing your swords at the sky, throw your cannons, shoot them up in the sky. Can you kill the sky? No. 
in the same way you cannot kill Guru Gobind Singh, Guru Gobind Singh will come and go in their own moj. As each and every Guru came in their own moj. When Guru Tegh Bahadur Sahib gave Shahidi, they gave it in their own moj. Who's born that can chop our Guru's head off? Nobody. And when they swung the sword at Guru Tegh Bahadur Sahib's cease, Guru Tegh Bahadur Sahib Ji took their cease off themselves. Cease the Yapar Seratna and now back in Chamkor, the Khalsa are there getting ready. Amaraj is talking to him. Amaraj says and explains to him, I told you about these old breakers. I told you what they're like. I told you they have no honor, no respect. And the Khalsa listen. And they're berag in their hearts. They, they feel it that, you know what, Guru Sahib, we let you down. But we we'll stand with you. Anything you say, Guru Sahib say, we will do. And then Guru Sahib says, as we've always done before, now we're going to fight. And when they come, first shoot them down with your guns and your arrows and your chakra. And when they come close, then smash them with your handheld weapons. Anyone who climbs the wall of this fort, kill them. Take off their heads. When they put their hands on the top together, chop off their fingers and hands. No one comes into this fort. We fight back. The most loving dharam in the world. When we do ardas, we do ardas for everybody. Sarabhata Dapala, no one else does that. We do it two, three, four, five, six times a day. Maharaj, Sarayana Kirpakaro, Sarayana Bakshishkaro, help everyone. And this is Sarabhata Dapala. Taking care of these dosht who would have went and ransacked the rest of the world. This is Sarabhata Dapala taking out the bad guys. And when Guru Gobind Singh in Zafar Nama, he writes, Chumkar Ajhama, Hilte Dar Gajast, Halal Asburdan, Batsham Shir Dust. When all of the means fail, when everything else has been exhausted, when we've tried diplomacy, when we've tried bribery, when we've tried uh, intermingling and understanding and meetings, all that, when everything's failed and the Dushman are still at our gates, still trying to destroy us, then we fight. Then it's just to fight. And Guru Sahib gave us all Shastar, every single one of us. When you come to see me, come with weapons strapped up. Guru Sahib gives us Hukum. Without weapons, without case. What darshan are you going to receive? And the battle starts. The Mughals start charging. And they are on a rabid. Like imagine a zombie movie where the zombies sprint past. And they're sprinting at the fort like that. They're sprinting bloodless to be the first to get there and kill. And the things are there. Shooting them down, killing them. Anyone who steps forward. As they're chanting, as their generals are out there about to shout orders to go and kill, they get shot, the orders stay in their mouths. Their brand, their life breaths just leave. They're doing this for us, they're doing this for the dunya, they're doing this for the Khalsa. 40 against 1.8 million. And someone said to me recently, you guys blagged the numbers, you guys see Amy Jackal and their number. And then my job was, if a historian from 
the West wrote it, when our historians write it, then you do Shanta. It's written in history, in Sirgur Pratap Suraj Granth, in Pant Prakash, in Kavi Senapati's Granth, Siri Guru Soba, in Vardemap Sant Gurbachan Singh's Katha, he says it's 1.9 million, 1,900,000. In Sanat Baba, Rakhve Vardemapurishan's Katha, similar. It's all the same. But we get scared to mourn our own history. We get scared to tell people our own history. This, was the, this is how it was. This is how it was. And as that battle started, they're charging down and the Sings are shooting them dead. And as they're climbing up the walls, the Sings are chopping them and destroying them. Battle goes on for a bit and not one Singh has given Shahidi at this point. And the Mughals have retreated. There's piles of bodies there. The ground has turned to a muddy mess. That when horses and warriors are trying to charge, they're slipping on this mud of all the blood and mud and it's just a nasty sight. We can't even, because we're so far divorced from Jang and Jud and warfare, we can't even imagine what the battlefield's like. Kavi Sandok Singh says, okay, I can't even think about a lot of us can't even think about what that battlefield would have been like, what it would have smelled like. As vultures, jackals eating the flesh of dead, of dead warriors, horses, elephants, all that laying dead on the ground, people screaming, people not yet dead, rolling on the ground and ah, screaming. And Guru Gobind Singh describes them as jumping around like dead fish. It's described in Bani as people rising from the dead. Uh -huh, people rising from the dead because we don't know about warfare we don't know about siege tactics we don't know about we don't know about Jangjud we don't know about Shasta when we hear stuff like this we go now that sounds a bit made up oh, nah. but what Guru Sahib is referring to in the battle was people are knocked down unconscious knocked cold sometimes you get see someone get knocked out you get see someone get chin checked they drop and they fold it over another body will fall dead and they're not dead they're alive they've just been knocked unconscious and when they gain consciousness in the middle of the battle, there's bodies already fallen on top of them. The last thing they remember, I was in war. They're born and bred for war. So they're going to wake back up to consciousness and go back to war. And so from the down, they're moving bodies and they're getting up from the ground, looking like zombies rising from the dead. And as they get up from the ground, they look, grab a talwar, grab a thing, and they go back to war. And someone's seen it, it's like, whoa. This is our culture also. Guru, Guru Sahib trained the Khalsa to fight. And a time comes sometimes when we must fight. And this is that time in the Battle of Jamgore where the Singhs are slaying the enemy. They're chopping off heads, arms, legs. As people are rising to the top of the fort, they're cracking the helmets and heads. And they're falling like acrobats. And as they're falling like acrobats tumbling over, they're knocking other people off the wall and everyone's tumbling down. And it's a bloody, muddy, messy chaos. And as that, the Mughals all retreat. And then with one halla, they charge the doors. And Guru Sahib at this time has split the Khalsa. So it's got four Singhs on each side of the fort, two Singhs at the gate, at the door, and two Singhs with Maharaj. And the Singhs at the door, Kota Singh and Madan Singh, Kota Singh, 
They say he was a bit of a mustanna. They say he was a bit of a crazy guy. When he came to the Guru's Darbar, he's crazy. And then Maharaj Karti and and he still has a bit of craziness in him. And he's there and he's like loving it. He's in the middle of yeah, push. He's happy, he's firing shots. And then they shout up to Maharaj. They go, Maharaj, let us go forth into the battle. Let us fight in the open. And let's get stuck in. And they're at the gates. They're coming, they're the same. Like, Come on, let's have it. They're ready to go. And they said to Guru Sahib, let us go. Maharaj says, go, my forge Jal. Remember me. When you're in that battlefield fighting, remember me. Have the name of the Guru on your lips. I've got you. And they go out into battle. And they fight in the battle like great warriors. And they give their shahidi. They're the first two to give shahidi. And Kota Singh was the Singh that looked after Maharaj's horse. Look at his seva day and night. He was blessed to have the seva of having Maharaj's horse ready. When Maharaj came out of the Darbar. So we had a Darbar here. Maharaj left the Darbar. As soon as Maharaj. Kota Singh would be the one. He's doing the Karkhanan Maharaj's horse. Have Maharaj Kati everything ready. The horse comes out and he'd have it ready for Maharaj to jump on and then he'd run alongside the horse and stay and then when Maharaj gets off the horse he'd again take the horse give the horse he served Maharaj's horse and the love for horses in the Guru's house is next level every time you go to India you see the Nahang Singh Hoja every time even doesn't matter how big the Jatadar is before he gets on a horse he'll touch the horses go there and touch his matta because we man these horses the horses of Guru Hargobind Sahib and we call him Jan Pai. Jan means life. Pai means brothers. Life brothers. Because we're together for life. And when you see a Singh's horse die, they, they say you shouldn't get emotional, but you see Singh's bawl. You see Singh's cry like dukhi, like hurt. I've seen Singh's die and Singh's be jumped. When the horse dies, they're bare, cut up. And two, three years later, you go back and they talk to him. They go, Jetta. And then they start getting emotional again, thinking about it. When the cousins die, when Jatadars die, when Singhs die, brothers die, they but when the host's different, there's that connection, that soul connection. This was the seva that Kota Singh had. The Singhs, after that, another Jatad turned to Maharaj. They've taken up the fortification of covering the gate now. And they're firing at the gate, shooting and killing. And they, they, Maharaj then gives them an order. Maharaj said, You guys go and fight. So another Jatha goes out. Three, four things go out. And they go out and they cause havoc in the battlefield. Their whole lives, they train together, work together. All life, we've been bred together. We fight together. So we're covering each other, moving in tactics, moving in formation. Like hungry tigers just pouncing on a flock of sheep doing what they want with great disrespect in the battlefield that disrespectful sometimes they don't even chop someone they just slap them for that insult they go in and they get so close they're grappling people picking them up because sometimes these guys are covered head to toe in armor head to toe in armor sword is not going to do anything if someone's fully armored so the things pick them up and just crack them down they're in full biras at this time and as they're doing it, they're looking back towards Guru Sahib. A Maharaj is shouting Shabbat. A Maharaj at the top of the killer is sharpshooting any great generals that's coming. Anyone who's coming to do a var at the back, Maharaj has got the things back and he's shooting. And when Maharaj fires a tir, it's like a sacred spear of death, just coming and dismantling people, sending people to the other realm. 
unable to even beg for water, or even unable to even say hi, just bang, dead. That's the Gerpa Guru Sahib's doing. And each one of Guru Sahib's teeth is a little block of gold to serve that person's family. So that Maharaj is smashing them, sending them to the other world and looking after their family. There's never been another person, not even, a, never been, I can't even, why Guru Sahib is the, the best. Hey, I would just say that Guru Sahib is the best. I got full man, I'm, our Guru is the just um, levels. After that, those things get shaheed. They get shaheed, not fighting hand to hand. The Mughals retreat, and these guys are wicked, armed soldiers, great warriors. One, five, six of these Mughals could take over the whole of England. That's how dangerous they are. These Mughals back up now, and they sniper those things dead and kill them. And then Baba Mokam Singh goes to Guru Sahib and goes, Guru Sahib, no and these things, the Hajuri things that stayed close with Maharaj at all times, and Baba Mukhan Singh says, Agyadav, let me go to bow. Par Maharaj ek bintiya. And Matta takes Guruji. He does Parkarma around Guruji. He says, I want to go to battle, but I want to go alone. I want to go with my ones. Maharaj, you know your words, innit? I want to let people realize and let the whole dunya see that your words are true. Savalak se ek rao, tabe gubind singh namakao. I'm going to prove this now in the battle. And Morkam Singh sets out in the battlefield and they say, Kavi Sandok Singh, right, it's like a magramach, a big killer crocodile entering a wave of water and all the spears, this ocean of spears and that are just moving to the side as he enters into the middle. And all you can see is an ocean of spears moving around and he's going wherever he wants, destroying whoever he wants. And he fights in the battlefield relentlessly. Guru Sahib just sits back and watches nodding their head in puri cushy Guru Sahib's children watch and he goes in and he decimates the enemy in such a way I can't even explain the tactics, the skills, the chopping, the pentre the way he's moving in between the enemy they don't even bashan who the, who's moving amongst us and there's that many of the enemy that the battalions can't even understand what the other battalions are saying Kaviji writes, there's that many people who need translators to tell this uh, force what that force is saying. Because they've come from this many different lands, they don't understand. And in all that confusion, in the darkness, this Makarmach, this crocodile, is going through and murdering. He's taking away these murderers. They need to take it away. Because in Sikh history, if you look what happened with Myanmar, in Myanmar's jails, he got our women, our mothers, you guys, and these were young mothers, normal mothers, like 16, 17, 18, 19 year old Bibia. He got them, he got our grandmothers, our Bibia, Myanmar. He took their young children, he'd swing them, he'd get the officers to swing them, swing them, throw them up in the air, and then catch them on a spear. This happened our mothers you guys this is the people that we fight against these are the people the dust that we destroy we're not out there destroying anyone fight the Khalsa never fights with anyone the Khalsa is the most chill if someone's gonna come and kill women and children and they would get children of ours chop them make into a likeness and say here's your heart of your sikki to our mothers and our mothers 
was so beyond emotion, so beyond everything, they took it as the heart of Sikki. No tears, nothing. They, they were so connected with the Guru, they understood. We do this, Sikki Sambali Jaldi. Sikki will be safe because of what we do today. And what we do today is a reflection of Sikki and how that will be safe in the future. We can safeguard Sikhi, we can pass on a Jardigala version of Sikhi where we're all helping each other, loving each other. Or we can show our children to be that, you know what, we do Nindya and uh, Jugali on, online. And we make fake accounts and do all that because We show our children that, or we show our children, we come to the Seva, serve everyone. Never be afraid, go and talk the truth anywhere and everywhere. But I'm more come sing Shaheed in the battle. These Bibian, going back to them, they ripped Sikhi, they held it down. We in the battlefield were killing the Dosh like me and me. That's why we were fighting them, that's why we were murdering them. Morkam Singh ends up being Shaheed. After by Morkam Singh, two of the other Biari go and fight in battle. And then Baba Ajit Singh, the eldest son of Guru Gobind Singh, raised a great warrior, goes to their father. Imatta takes their father and he just being that to Guruji. He says, Guru Sahib, let me go. And Guru Sahib goes, go. He does prakarma around Guru Sahib. Then Guru Sahib grabs him and says, Abhimannu is about your age in the great battle. When the great battle of Mahabharata took place, he was around your age and he earned himself a name in history. Now go and do the same. Show them we are Shatrika Pot, we are the children of warriors. Show them, go and decimate the enemy, take a force with you. And when the Singhs hear this and they hear take a force with you, by Alam Singh, straight away his hands up like, Maharaj, I'm on it, I'm with this. And by Alam Singh, Guru Sahib around them had set, set people who had set roles. By Alam Singh was one of Maharaj's Gurveys, one of Maharaj's close personal attendants. And he was very happy, always smiling, looking at Guruji's face. Like when people would come to meet Guruji, Alam Singh would always looking at Maharaj, like talking with their eyes, just having conversations. He was that comedic relief. He'd always have jokes with Maharaj. He knew Maharaj on that personal level. Like, you know, everyone's very fond of Maharaj. He's like, yo, Maharaj, very close with Maharaj. And when he hears this, and they also call him Alam Singh Nachana. They call him Nachana because on the battlefield, the way he'd move and frustrate him, go through the enemy, his footwork, he'd look like he was dancing because he would dance circles around the enemy. Alam Singh said, Maharaj, I'm going. Alam Singh also at night used to stand by Maharaj with a garva for when Maharaj walked to wash Maharaj's hands or to serve Maharaj. He had an utashan love for Guru Sahib. And Alam Singh goes. Other Singhs go and a band of five Singhs go with Baba Ajit Singh and they, they just go and do crazy, crazy things. They go and do whatever they please to the enemy with no fear. Baba Ajit Singh with his barsha you're just causing havoc, just picking apart the greatest generals, killing them. One great general comes in covered head to toe in armor. He opens his mouth to shout a challenge and Baba Ajit Singh shoves that barsha through his mouth out the other side. And as he's pulling it back, barsha Totajanda, then he gets the barsha and dashes it down on the ground. And the Singhs at this point even getting shot. And as they hit with Deer, they're looking at the Deer, breaking them and throwing them back at the enemy. What are your teeth going to do to us? They, 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 things are shut up so bad. 
The even the dust forces of having conversations with Yara, how come they're not dying? They don't want to die. The Singhs just want to fight. Five Singhs in that Jatha get Shaheed. Baba Ajit Singh goes on, still battling. He pulls out his talwar, and it's described that his talwar, the mutta of his talwar, is covered in gold. And he pulls out this talwar, and he's just decimating the enemy. And in the end, he's shut up so bad that Baba Ajit Singh is Shaheed in the Battle of Jamgor. And when Baba Ji Shaheed, the Mughals look for his body, because what better trophy than the bodies of the Saibs that they, they would have paraded him around, they would have cut him up and danced with him, they would have took him to all the villages. They look for the body, they cannot find the body anywhere. The other Shaheed Singh's bodies are there, the bodies of Baba Ajit Singh, and when Baba Jujal Singh Shaheed, their bodies cannot be found anywhere on the battlefield. They later on reappear for Bibiji to do the seva. Uh, and you're going to hear about that tomorrow. To do the sanskar. You'll hear about that tomorrow. And Bibi Harshankur is crazy. She, on, on another level. She is the final Shaheed in the Battle of Jamkod. One of our sisters is the final. She's like the jewel in the crown of all those Shaheeds. And when Guru Sahib hears about that Shaheed, he says hey, that's the jewel in the crown. That's, that's top tier. After Baba Jeet Singh Shaheed, Baba Jujar Singh goes and requests from their father doing Namaskar. And at this time, Baba Daya Singh, who's one with the Guru, is saying, Na na na, leave jao. He wants one of the sides out there to stay. He knows the other two sides that they have gone. We don't know what's going to happen with them. The older sides are the Shaheed. He's really like complaining and not letting it happen. He doesn't want Baba Jujar Singh to go into battle. But Guru Sahib knows that he's made up his mind. He's going to go and he gives him Tapra. He goes with a force of five. And the detail, listen to this Katha from when real people like Gani, Gani Gurbachan Singh, Gani Sher Singh, uh, any other like Vidwan tells this Katha, listen to it, that's real. And then you'll have a connect with what this Jang was about. Gani Indraji Singh, listen to their Katha. Bro, oh my God, his levels is different. Baba Jujar Singh fights and ultimately Baba Jujar Singh is Shaheed in the battlefield. Again, Baba Jujar Singh's Sarir can't be found anywhere. The other Singhs go out and they fight and they Shaheed. And it says, Kavi Santol Singh writes that as this happens, Devi Dev, they come and they sit and they watch. Angelic beings come down, angels come to watch the battle take place. And as they're watching, they're doing Namaskar to Guru Gobind Singh and they recognize that the greatest kalamat, the greatest miracle that's happening is if Guru Sahib wished with the click of their fingers they could decimate and finish this whole battle but Guruji chooses not to. Guruji chooses to fight with honour, with courage, with tenacity, with biras and enter and show them what real violence is. The battle takes place, further sings to Shaheed. Ajatha comes to Guru Sahib, does Bainta again, says Maharaj you leave. If we die, it's all good. But Maharaj, you're different. You're the Guru. You need to go. And at the time, Maharaj gives them job. We know, watch this. This is the great Tamasha that we've come for. This is what we're here. I'm We come to see this. We come to show this drama. And Guru Sahib and the Bani, they says, Hey Rav, hey Sasa, hey Karanane, the Meriya Bebenati, Sonarijay. 
और न मांगत हो तुम के कच चाहत है चित मैं सोई की जय शस्त्र न सोत हीर न पीतर जूझ मरो के साच प्रति जय गुरु साहब सेस माय बेंती माय विश माय एवरीथिंग इज माय आई वांट टू डाई फॉर द ट्रूथ गुरु साहब सेस आई हैव कम टू डाई फॉर द ट्रूथ ऑन द बैटलफील्ड इन आई एम कम जब आव के ओदन दान बने त हीर न मैं तब जूझ मरो दैट्स आ ड्रीम एंड द सिंग्स गुरु साहब टेल्स द सिंग्स इन द बैटलफील्ड एट दिस टाइम ही गोस fighting and being shaheed in battle nothing compares to it you could spend your whole life in tapasya you can give the whole riches of the world in dan it does not compare to fighting in this battle that is the fall of fighting in jang for a sec and they do bent to guru sahib to leave the battle continues they come back again more sings as shaheed and when this five sings left they come again and they do bent to guru sahib with maharaj you manda bent you manda hukum anand prasad and now you do the same at jamkor sahib and guru sahib when your children speak to you guru sahib had five children the fifth children was the fifth child was the khalsa pant we always talk about the first four the fifth child is the khalsa pant and when your child does a bainti to you with such pyar and they come to guru sahib and they say maharaj you've got to leave the maharaj says sat bachan but before they leave they do something monumental maharaj removes their kalgi their own kalgi tora they untie it and they tie it on the head of sangat singh the singh's present maharaj pulls out the shastra and gives them now he takes his chakkar gives it to singh takes his kata he arms all the singhs there with his own personal shastra maharaj does namaskar and he does prakarma around them just like the gurta gaddi has been done before he goes now the gurta gaddi has been given to you the khalsa is the guru later on abjal nagar hazur sahib the gurta gaddi is given to guru granth sahib ji maharaj the khalsa is also guru and maharaj says in five of you i reside jado we want my darshan five of you get together make any salah make any decision but they've got to be real when real warriors real khalsa get together five gurudas roop hunda hai and then they can administer amrit they can do so much and with that benta guru sahib leaves but before they leave they fire a few shots and let the enemy know what time it is and as they leave him baba daya singh baba taram singh with maharaj baba daya singh with maharaj baba taram singh with maharaj bhai man singh is with maharaj as well and the beautiful thing is with man singh man singh yeah is very close to maharaj is one of maharaj's personal attendants always with maharaj very siana very very loved by maharaj maharaj never cried when his elder sahibs had their shaheed maharaj never cried when the shorter sahibs had their shaheed when maharaj find out about the shorter sahibs had their being shaheed and the big nure comes in thousand and all everyone close is crying everyone's bawling raikala is crying everyone there is crying guru sahib is in guru sahib gets the tear and plucks weeds at the ground that says we pluck the mugaraj now there's no tears when man singh dies later on guru sahib cries and he says yaar mera eh ho ja singh kitho miluga murke such is the love and the connection that maharaj shows at different times in their journey maharaj leave taram se baba taram singh tries to When they came in when the sings came in they came through a side gate and they locked it and padlocked it shut with thick iron chains and they he's trying to he's desperately trying he's sweating trying to break these chains to escape 
and he turns to Maharaj and goes, we can't escape. It's been bad luck shut. And the Singh that's got the keys, Ota Shahidoge is in the middle of the jungle, his body's there, he's got the keys. Maharaj looks at the door, and then with the left foot, pat, just kicks it and it flies open. Then they leave, and Maharaj then turns to the Singh and goes, Dani Jana, we're not going to leave free from like cowards. We will not die the death, we will not run like cowards. Maharaj then calls out to the enemy and he says, we're leaving. The Khalsa is leaving. Maharaj claps. Maharaj claps. And the claps echo throughout the land. The Mughals are like, what? They're hearing this. And Maharaj, they're hearing Maharaj say, I'm leaving. Maharaj fires deer at people still. And then he tells the Sikh, because Maharaj ain't going to just go, like the king of kings. The Guru doesn't hide or run or anything. Maharaj goes and he lets people know. As Maharaj leaves, they clap and they say to the Singh, you know what, follow that star and we'll meet up again in Machiola jungle. And the Singhs will let you know what happens there. And then the Khalsa leave, later to be reunited. But this is the journey of Guru Sahib. Guru Sahib is beyond. You know what, every day what we need to do as a family, come together and tell these stories. So I've got a couple of bintia. The first one is I'm a moruk, I'm an idiot. I know I am. I made bad mistakes. I always will. And I'm going on. I'm probably going to make more. Forgive me for any mistakes that I made. But binti to you guys. Everyone who heard this sakki, you've got to tell someone else this sakki. Even if it's just one person, like your family, your cousin, your little brother or sister, your jachadamanda, your wife, your husband, cousin, brother, the postman, when he's come to give it to you, teachers grab him and say, listen, <laughs> anyone you can tell these sakya to. And you know what, we're a parvar, yeah? Let's, let's do crazy things like a parvar. That we, all of us, we do a yatra to India, all of us together, and we go on this journey from Anandpur side all the way to Dumdama side. From we, we follow the Pravar Vishwara side. We go to the river where this happened. We go to Nahankotlaka where Baba Bujetar Singh was Sheed. We go to Champkor. We go to Kata. We go to all these Godwari as a family. We go to all of us all go. Imagine how sick it would be all of us together. Paisab doing the Keetan. Paisab doing the Rera side. Paisab the kids doing the Aarti. We go all this journey. Filming it as we go along. Let's do stuff like that, man. As a family, let's do more missions. Let's go above and beyond. Let's Maratusikir Pakaro. Trust me, it will be mad. We start building our PR for each other, forgiving each other, showing that PR, serving each other. We could do mad things. Bhai Jagraj Singh led the way. There was no internet prachar, there was no sikhi videos on the net until Bhai Saab stepped up. People looked at him like crazy. Like, what's he doing making all these videos? And he went on and he done so much seva across the world. People who never met him, he just smashed out and did seva because he just stepped out of the comfort zone in love, drenched in love. And like he's going back to this, uh, we're all in that same love story. Our love story is personal with the Guru. How we love the Guru, let's spread that to others. 
don't be, let's not be selfish and keep all the love to ourselves. It, it doesn't, you don't get more love if you keep it to yourself. When you spread it, it grows. So, you know what she does?